Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Enough to hang with us here for a, uh, for a few minutes. Uh, Michael, I want to yeah, start Yeah, I thought with... we were talking competitive eating, man. I thought we were talking <laughs> the hot dog contest tomorrow. <laughs> I, well, let me ask you, could you uh, – I saw a thing with uh, – I saw an interview – with um oh gosh what's the guy's name that wins every year joey chestnut yeah joey chestnut says that uh he he starts a uh his routine starts about two days before he does a cleanse and uh to get himself ready to eat about 16 or 17 pounds of hot dogs yeah no it's what they actually do is incredible like the amount of training that goes into it i was on candy and carlin on on ESPN radio earlier today as uh, I was guest hosting. And we had a whole thing about, uh, I talked about how like the training that goes into it, like they run, they ex- work on expanding their stomach. It's, it's fascinating if you're ever into that sort of gluttonous stuff, which growing up in New York and eating a whole bunch of Nathan's hot dogs as a kid, I, uh, I totally was into Now I know we're not, I, you actually didn't call me to talk about that, although I could talk about it for days. So let's get into the Falcons. I just wanted to, to very briefly, it is my favorite thing about the 4th of July is the Nathan's hot dog eating contest. Let's start with Desmond Ritter. Cause obviously that's where all the conversations around the Falcons have to start. What have you seen from Ritter that gives you hope that this guy can, can be that franchise quarterback? Although, uh, listen, when it comes to being the franchise quarterback, we just don't know. There, there's nothing that you can say that you have seen that says he's absolutely going to be the guy. Now, some of what they have seen and what we have seen by proxy is that four-game stretch, he was smart with the ball, he didn't make too many bad decisions, he did get better game over game, and he did it with, frankly, not the best options or, or weapons on offense at that point because Kyle Pitts was out for the season. Drake London had been through a whole year. Cordero Patterson was playing, but playing hurt. You know, and yet Tyler Algier and Caleb Huntley, even remember he was out for the year by that point too, if he got hurt in that New Orleans game, uh, you know, you, you look at it and you say, well, okay, he, he did okay. And also they had no defense to speak up. Their defense was bad. So, I think that that's what gives them confidence. They like his intelligence. They like how he processes things. They like his leadership. And you kind of see what happens from there. But we don't know the answer to that question. I think it's part of why they've constructed this team the way they did. Because here's the thing. If Desmond Ritter is an average NFL quarterback, he doesn't need to be a franchise NFL quarterback next year or even the year after that. If he's an average NFL quarterback and getting better, you have kind of insulated your – um, margin 
in, in some ways because of the amount of talent that is around him. You think about it. You have a top 10 pick at running back or running back slash slot receiver, depending how they use B. John Robinson on a given play. A top 10 player pick at wide receiver in Drake London and a top 10 pick at receiver slash tight end or tight end slash receiver in Kyle Pitts. So all of a sudden, you've given him really good skill position players. You have Johnny Smith there, Tyler Algier there as well, that you can work with that if he is average, that those guys can make this offense better than average with him, even if he is struggling and learning. And that is such a big key. I don't think we'll know the answer to that definitively for at least half of the season, if not the entire season, unless he plays extremely well. Michael Rothstein from ESPN.com. Outside of Ritter, Michael, what other questions do you have about the Falcons? Well, I mean, it starts on the defense, right? Like The offensive talent is what the offensive talent is. Now, obviously, with Kyle Pitts, we need to see – what he looks like back on the field. But the fact that he's playing golf as much as he is, and we see it on, on Instagram, if you follow him, that's a good sign. I think he's getting back to himself, which is important. You know, and we'll see what that looks like in training camp if and when he practices in training camp. But to me, it's the defense, because we don't exactly know what Ryan Nielsen's scheme is going to look like. We haven't been able to get a true grasp of it in terms of during OTAs, because there's so much learning, and not everybody was there all the time. But are they better? Can Jeff Okuda take that next take that step to be a consistent outside corner because they need him to be? Is he their their opposite AJ Terrell and they don't have a ton of depth behind him right now? Like can D Alfred really be the slot? Where did, does the pass rush all those guys that they brought in from the Calais Campbells to the Buzzy Priest, all the veterans, kind of the win nowish type dudes? Uh, can they give them one more year or two more years, uh, you know, of of good production? You know, does Arnold Rebecca take that next step? There are so many questions around this defense still that, to me, that's the biggest question. A lot of people are going to focus on Desmond Ritter, and I get it. I get it. But this team, their success or failure is going to be all about the defense because I think, at, at worst, Desmond Ritter is going to give them competent quarterback play. Is playoffs a, a realistic expectation for this group? I think so. Uh, because you look at the rest of the division. I mean, I've been on record. I said it today on ESPN Radio. I've written it after the I believe it was after the draft. I think this team can win the division. I think if they get that average quarterback play from Desmond Ritter and they have decent health and their defense is average, this team can win this division because this division's bad. It's bad. Tampa, sorry. They're old on defense. When's the last time other than one game for the Rams, Baker Mayfield's won anything? Carolina, I love their roster, but Bryce Young is a rookie quarterback. Carolina is going to be real good real soon, but I'm, I'm not quite there just yet. And then New Orleans, they've lost a lot off of their defense. What have you seen from Dennis Allen that's told you he's going to be uh, a, a plus-level head coach at this point? And Derek Carr has to fit in with that offense, and who knows how that's going to work. Uh, there are just so many, Every team in this division has massive question marks, so I tend to look at, in some ways, the coaching along with the quarterbacks, and I, I think Arthur Smith is – one of the best coaches, one of the better coaches in the NFL, considering what he gives, you know, kind of subpar talent and kind of mix and match talent. Now they've actually been able to spend. So yes, playoffs to me, I think winning the division is a fair thing to think of based off of what we know right now. Come back to me in a month and a half, and I might have a different answer. But I think playoffs and being in contention for the playoffs is absolutely realistic for this team. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We visit with Michael Rothstein, ESPN.com. Do they have enough at wide receiver, Michael? 
That's a, it's an interesting question because I, I think it, you have to look at it differently, right? Strictly, the guys who have WR next to them, no, probably not. But Kyle Pitts, Johnny Smith, Cordero Patterson, B. John Robinson are all pass catchers. You have to kind of, with the way that they're going to run this offense, you have to kind of get out of the thought of the conventional positions that we know of running back, wide receiver, tight end, and start thinking of pass catcher and rusher or runner for that, for that matter. And, and when you look at that, I think you look at the group of pass catchers, and it's actually a pretty good group. But, yeah, receiver past Drake London, not great. Matt Collins, if he can give you what, what he gave the Raiders last year, that's a big win for you. But Matt Collins is probably your fifth option in the passing game because it's Drake London, it's Kyle Pitts, then it's probably John U. Smith, and then B. John Robinson, uh, you know, in some sort of order depending on the game. So Matt Collins is, what, your fifth option? Maybe sixth if Patterson plays a lot? Like, I mean, that's, that's okay. <laughs> to me, that's okay if you're the Falcons, like, because that's how you built your team. Who wins the battle at left guard? Oh, man, I, I don't know the answer. That, that, to me, is one of the biggest open competitions. That maybe who's playing next to Jesse Bates, safety, um, and, and some of the defensive line rotations. I, I think right now maybe Matt Hennessy wins that job week one. But, uh, you know, I, I would imagine Bergeron's going to – their second-round pick's going to push. Now, Bergeron's making a position switch, and we've also seen the Falcons have no qualms letting their guys go at the pace they feel they need to go at. We saw that with Richie Grant a couple of years back now, and it paid off last year. Richie Grant played every down last year and played pretty well too. So I, I think they're not going to be scared to let it kind of breathe and let it kind of see what happens. But it would not shock me if he won the job either because that's clearly what they would want. And I definitely feel like they drafted him certainly for 2024 since Matt Hennessy's in a contract year. But it would not shock me if Matt Hennessy has that job week one. But, you know, get back to me in like week eight, week nine. Finishing up here with Michael Rothstein from, from ESPN.com. Michael, something you just said about that safety position next to Jesse Bates, do you feel like that job isn't Richie Grant's right now? I mean, it probably is Richie Grant's, but Jalen, Jalen, sorry, I'm going to say Jalen Mayfield. <laughs> I was talking about left guard, right? Like, <laughs> but he's not even a guard anymore. He's a tackle. But, but Jalen Mayfield's the point I was trying to make. They rushed him too early, and look at what that's done, right? By, by necessity at that point. Mm-hmm. Going back to the safety question, like you mentioned, yeah, it's probably Richie Grant's job, but Jalen Hawkins, he's been a, he was a starter last year. He made a lot of plays last year, but also was out of position here and there, too. Uh, it's probably Richie Grant's job to win, but I think they're going to find a way to get all three of those guys on the field. Uh, there's no question about that. Uh, you know, I mean, and if, and if all of a sudden you can't, well, then Jalen Hawkins is great depth for you or maybe somebody you can trade to get, you know, uh, get somebody closer to the, you know, closer to either the trade deadline or maybe even the end of training camp if you feel good about your other safety depth, but they don't really have other safety depth beyond those the, you know, beyond those two guys, except for Jalen Hawkins, unless Micah Abernathy takes a massive step. So I think it's Richie Grant's job, but I, I won't count Jalen Hawkins out just yet because we've seen what he can do. We know he can be a starter in this league. Michael Rothstein, ESPN.com. He's the Falcons reporter. You can check out his handiwork there. Michael, appreciate the time, man. Happy 4th of July. Don't eat too many hot dogs, all right? Oh, I will. I will eat no hot dogs. I'm just going to watch it on TV. I, I do it. I watch it every year to remind myself not to eat any hot dogs. <laughs> Michael, appreciate it, man. Great catching up. No problem. Take care. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.